Yeah, well, I hope they catch the f***er. I tell you what, I, I've got... Well, you... Well, first of all, near at hand here, that sword you sent me some years ago. Um, I've been dying to stick that into somebody for a long time. I better edit all this out then. <clears throat> yeah, I think you better. <laughs> uh, yeah. Here we are. Listen, um, I've just been watching this program where a burglar has broken in to a lady's house. A lady has just lost her husband. Her husband's ashes were there in the bedroom. This cunt actually uh, tipped the uh, ashes out of the bag. They come in, not, not in, you know, so he could put the stolen goods in the bag. And the, the point I want to make just before we, we start the show is this. Um, everybody thinks, oh, burglars, you know, this is it's a least sort of problematic crime. This cunt, and I use the word advisedly because that, in fact, actually, no, because that, that's uh, talking about a very, very nice piece of a woman's anatomy. This low-life scumbag, shit-faced fucker, who broke in to uh, a woman who is grieving because of the death of her husband, has disregarded the ashes of her husband's body, stolen personal items, and just fucked off. Well, okay, there may be a bit of me because I sympathise and I've gone through that sort of thing recently, but that scumbag needs to be dealt with. And we mean, need to make an example. There, I, People go and, and housebreak and they burgle and they think, oh, I'm, I'm not a nonce, am I? I haven't committed... To, you know, burglary, in my view, is, is just as bad as all the other crimes that burglars seem to think they're better of. I've been burgled a few times. I'll be quite honest with you, I would love to catch a burglar in... I just... And I'm sorry, I'd be taken to court, I'd be prosecuted, I'd probably be banged up. Was it Tony, um, the, the, the farmer who shot the burglar in the back and everybody got very upset and said, oh, well, he was going, he was leaving and he shot him in the back. Good fucking job too. Scum. Just scum. And there are people who live around and think it's perfectly acceptable. Go and see, oh, see what, well, and they're insured. What does it matter? They're insured. Scum. Burglars are scum. I'm just, I really am annoyed about this. And when they, if they ever catch this bloke, he'll probably, he'll probably get a suspended sentence. Because we're filling up the prisons with people who haven't paid their television licenses. Or haven't paid a fine. Or parked in the wrong place. You know, some fucker who breaks into somebody's house and then it, it, it beggars belief that when and if you catch someone like this, they'll be given a suspended sentence because they haven't hurt anybody. Yes, they fucking have. Do you know much as I hate, you know... The religiously orientated uh, countries and religiously orientated people. Well, hate is probably the wrong word. But, you know, lop off his... Oh, if you lop off his hands, you, you're just going to create another problem. We're going to have to pay for him on social. Just give him an injection and put him down. He's not needed. He's not, he's not a member of society. Put him down. And yeah, you know, people can mend their ways, and I do have sympathy with people who lose their ways, but this has just got to me. I just watched one of these... Pro I shouldn't have even watched the programme. You know, I'd 
Dom, what's his name, does this. And they've got the video, because there's always a video of these, a video of him just casually walking around. He, he looked quite, quite reasonably, looked fit enough, he looked healthy, looked ordinary. You know, I'm sure he could have got a job if he'd wanted to. I mean, in a way, you know, gang members who target each other and, and uh, I've, I've got more sympathy for, believe it or not, people who break into other people's property, rape their life, disgust me. Absolutely disgust me. And it may well be that they, he's got a... He didn't look like he had a drug problem. This bloke looked like he was just an opportunist thief who probably spends his time wandering around suburban areas looking for a place to pop in, nick jewellery or anything people have and just f*** up their lives. Cunt. Right, OK, you may even put this out. Actually, I've probably gone over the top on that. I'll put the jingles in now and then we'll start the show. That's a good idea. All right. again the james well podcast and i have promised uh, of course not to uh, swear rant rave or anything about that but it's difficult isn't it it is so difficult when uh, you you see some of the shitty things that are going on in the world at the moment everything apparently has uh, goes in circles and we're due for this sort of aggravation and uh, a lot of which we're causing ourselves not least of all this brexit fiasco but taking a different look at this at the moment, um, and uh, having having had a number of very uh, extreme letters from TV licensing over... By the way, I've got a TV license, all right? I, it's not been on a direct debit. My wife had always set it up on a direct debit, but I don't think I'm going to be paying it ever again. Um, and I'm not going to watch television. I mean, I'm not suggesting to anybody on this uh, show that you would do anything illegal. I don't like illegality. I mean, I leave that to politicians, you know, sniffing a bit of coke and driving too fast. They all seem to be uh, quite proud of their um, their criminal past. And I'm not saying this because the BBC have decided we're going to uh, cancel the over 75s free TV licences. Unless they're very poor. If they're very poor, we let them have one. I'm sick and tired of the BBC. Sick and tired of the BBC for all sorts of reasons. I mean, yeah, I'll work on the BBC occasionally. I don't think I'll be doing much work for the BBC in the future uh, with the way they behave and their their obsession with the fact that every, you know, diversity is king. And uh, if you you happen to be a middle-class, middle-aged white person, you probably will have less chance of ever getting a job in the BBC. My thoughts? Yeah, we do need a broadcaster that isn't only there because they sell commercials. Uh, we do need a broadcaster that exists without commercials, but we don't need one the size of the BBC. We just don't need one. The BBC should concentrate on their local radios, their local radio stations, and actually they should give the individual bosses of their local radio stations more power to... Uh, to you, do you know, working on the BBC now, even if you're the boss of a local radio station, you can't sack somebody for being f***ing useless? You can't talk to anybody. You can't say, you're useless at your job. They complain to HR. Say, he's a bully, he's bullied me, he's told me I'm no good. I mean, if you listen to BBC local radio around the country, 
most of it's shit. Actually, 90% of it is shit. Uh, and somebody who's very good and gets an audience and uh, is, is doing quite well uh, probably is hampered by some fucking useless producer who's been there for years and knows nothing about it. Anyway, it's not that I'm biased, obviously, but working in the commercial sector, you don't have the constraints of the BBC, I must admit. Uh, you do have the pressure of actually trying to uh, be successful and getting people to listen to you, but there we are. And this is bringing me to the conclusion that Joe Brand, who I've never found funny, and I've met Joe Brand on a few occasions, and I wouldn't say we uh, particularly hit it off. She's slightly patronising and condescending. Uh, but then I think she's f***ing ugly, so uh, we probably uh, get on. And, you know... If I had said what she'd said about, th well, what a waste of, of time throwing, um, throwing a milkshake over people, why wasn't it battery acid or something along those lines? In fact, if you want to hear my interview about it with Nigel Farage, go to Talk Radio to the website and uh, look for me and you'll find it. In fact, it's on my Twitter site as well, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that in, and I'm, okay, she might not be inciting and everything else, but it's just not funny is it i mean i what is the obsession with this woman who is just spiteful in most of the things she does and the bbc are obsessed with because if it had been me that said it i would have been sacked and quite rightly because it's not funny and actually if you know imagine if somebody said that about your son your daughter or just horrible and this is the problem with left-wing uh, wankers who read the f***ing Guardian, in my view. Just, you know, oh, I look, I look different. I'm diverse. I'm a woman. I, and I don't, I'm, not, I'm not one of those airheads who just goes on Love Island. If I'm going to have to look at people on television, I don't want to look at people like me or her. I want to look at really nice, attractive people. Actually, what am I talking about? I'm a very sexy, very, very sought-after bloke. Yeah, there's something about you, yes. Yeah, there we are. You fancy me. Ash fancies me. Loads of people fancy me. What am I talking about? Mind you, you fancy Joe Brand as well, so you've got no taste, have you? How do we get onto this? I don't know. That's your fault. Well, going fault. back to Joe Brand, um, the police have been now involved. And the BBC sacked um, Danny, what's his name, and... Uh, Carol Thatcher, Margaret Thatcher's daughter, they said they sacked loads of people. Yep. I don't think I've ever been sacked by the BBC. No, you haven't? No, I haven't. I, I mean, I have worked in the BBC quite often, but not, you know, <laughs> there, there, was that, there was that time when I didn't, uh, I started doing some work for the BBC and their knobs go different way to commercial radio. They just like to be different for some stupid reason. And I thought I'd turn the microphone off and I wasn't very happy with the producer who wasn't paying attention to the programme. And I'm sorry, I find that really, that, that's not on. Uh, and so I pressed the talk back button and said, will you f***ing listen? I have that clip. Shall we play it? BBC Essex Travel. Now, let's get the latest uh, travel news before we do anything else. And uh, bringing us the travel today is... I'll do that again in a moment. And bringing us the travel today is... And bringing us the travel today is Alice Glossop. Alice. Thank you. In Southend, Chichester Road is blocked in both directions because of an accident... You've got at to f***ing listen. 
at Tyler's Avenue. The A13 Stanford La Hope in both directions is slow between Five Bells Interchange and the Stanford La Hope turnoff. Your next update is in 30 minutes. You know, very often people ask me, what was the most embarrassing thing that you have ever done on the radio? And I sometimes find it very difficult to uh, to remember what was the most embarrassing thing I have ever done on the radio. And so if you heard what I said before when I thought the microphone was closed but it was open, I do apologise. It will have upset a lot of people. I do profusely apologise. Um, and that will remain as one of the most embarrassing things I've done on the radio for some time. But we're all on the same page now, are we? Good. Now, sorry about that. And if you didn't hear, just as well. Have you got that clip? I, I copied it when, when it went out. I was gonna, really? I was going to use it. I was going to send it into that um, TV show. Get 250 quid. I did. Well, it was on video. It was just a, it was just a was it? Well, I was going to put an animation of a cartoon, sort of like a bit like that Ricky Gervais yeah. show. And what did I actually say? You said, uh, you have to f***ing listen. All right. Anyway, as you heard me say, uh, I've always wanted something to talk about when people say, what's the most embarrassing thing? You did play that bit out, didn't you, afterwards? Uh, I did, yes. Oh, right, okay, yeah. Um, But the BBC bosses were more concerned about the producer, who happened to be a woman, uh, might go to HR and said, I bullied her. That That was their worry. If you fucking work with me, you fucking listen to what I'm doing because of the producer. That's your fucking job. And okay, people don't like to be spoken to like that. Um, but I'm sorry. It's just, you know. Though we, we live in this prissy fucking world, don't we, where, you know, people are more concerned about the language you use than actually whether they're doing a good job or not. Well, you had to sort of get her attention very quickly. Because you're you're doing a live show. Would there have been any worry by the BBC if I'd spoken? I mean, as I said, I I don't I am absolutely horrified to find out that Switzerland treat women appallingly. They're paid about twenty. But there's a just as I talk, um, there is a, a national strike of women in Switzerland because of the way they're treated. I do not understand why a woman would be paid less than a man for doing the same job. I think that is appalling. And I happen to love women. I just, you know, I I just find that it is not fair. And that Joe Brand, if she hadn't been the sort of, I don't know, what is she? Well, she's sort of like anti-men, isn't she? Is she? Well, yeah, a lot of her comedy is anti-men, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think she'd actually really like that in real life. But No, I'm sure she's not. I'm sure, you know, she loves men as well. But she thinks she's funny. And I actually, if I was to do that uh, at the expense of women, it wouldn't be funny. And her defence would be, oh, well, men have been doing that for years. Sack her. And, the, and actually, sack the producer of that programme. Yeah, wasn't it a live show, though? No, it was recorded and put out recorded. But what the BBC have now done, apparently, is that they've now removed it from the Listen Again feature. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. We don't need to listen to it again, though. It's all over social media. Yeah. And I just just think this time the BBC, it's more of a problem with the BBC than Joe Brand, to be honest. I never found her funny, and I wouldn't really go out of my way to listen or watch anything she does. 
But if you do, well, that's fine. That, you know, there's no law against finding some people funny. Some people even listen to this. Are you joining in on the, uh, the thing that's going around at the moment on social media saying that everyone has to uh, stop watching the BBC on the 21st of June, which is a Friday? It's strange. That was my wife's birthday. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a huge thing. It's uh, all over social media. Everyone apparently has been asked to stop and boycott the uh, BBC on the 21st of June. In response to the... Yeah, well, I don't watch the BBC. And, you know, I, I, I'm not having a TV licence. And so the only television I will be watching will have to be on... Um, how do I watch television without having to pay a licence? However you do that. Uh, you'd have to watch online only and never go to BBC iPlayer. Yeah, so I can watch Sky News online. Yes. Well, there we are. That's all I need. And then, you know, you can just send me down the Blu-rays you send me and I'm I'm fine. I can do, yeah, 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 yeah. And if I don't watch it on the iPlayer, you could record up bits of Gentleman Jack off the BBC, which I'm following, and then I could watch that just off uh, my computer. Good night. Um, not sure anymore. I think the law has changed on that. Okay, all right, but I'm not. Uh, and so, so I'm fed up with the way the BBC is run and the what the BBC represents, and if you ask me, words very two-faced of you. Listen, if they offer me a few bob to go and do a show here and there, if they want to, I'll do it. I'd probably upset everybody else who works on the show, but there we are. So that's Friday the 21st of June. Friday the 21st of June, apparently nobody's going to listen or watch the BBC. I bet loads of people will, though. There will be a huge dip, I would imagine. Well, they won't tell you anyway. And the answer of the BBC will have, well, we're not here for ratings. That's very true. No, you're not. And that's why you shouldn't be taking part in trying to beat commercial rivals. And all the commercial programmes the BBC do, like Strictly and any other thing you can think of, um, should all be done by commercial broadcasters. The BBC shouldn't even be in the business of trying to beat that. That huge multi-million or billion pound building in in uh, top of Regent Street, the, that ought to be a production centre for commercial radio and TV and all the others. They shouldn't be spending these millions and millions of pounds on these buildings in London, Manchester and various other places. And by the way, I could assure you that the finish on their studios is far, far more expensively done than we would do in the commercial sector. And the middle management, the money they make. And then they expect, uh, listen, if I go and do something for the BBC, it's because it it, uh, entertains me to do so. Because they pay shit money uh, to people who go and work on their local radio stations. And they'll they'll pay very high-profile people that they don't consider that I am. And and I'm glad to say I'm probably not. Uh, And I just do it for a little bit of a laugh. Um, And if my... A uh, local BBC station where I live keeps asking me to go and do a few programmes here and there. Uh, I do it because I find it entertaining. Mind you, I find a lot of people I have to work with not very entertaining. And uh, uh, I don't know. I just I just think the whole way they run themselves is shit. So when the job of Director General comes out, I'm seriously applying for it. Uh, what would you do? Would you scrap BBC Two? I would scrap everything except a news channel, a TV channel, Radio 4, because I don't think commercial radio would want to do that, although they could do it very well. Um, and, uh, and I'd just sell off everything else, because why, why am I paying whatever it is a year to the BBC 
for them to make programs and then sell them and make loads of money and they say, oh, well, that just means we can keep the license fee lower. Bollocks to you. You are not supposed to be a commercial organisation. I think we need to close it down, take money back and distribute it uh, in other ways. Okay. Well, no, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know. I don't find very many people who don't. And uh, you can come and knock on my door. I'm not watching television legally, and I've got televisions in the house, by the way. Um, and you'll have to get yourselves a warrant to come in and catch me watching the TV. That's the only way you can actually prove that I've done something wrong. Yeah, and it's it's cheaper to throw your telly out the window when you get the knock on the door than pay the fine. Why? Not not for throwing my telly out the window. Yeah, but it's telly's a nice television, and I enjoy watching movies on it. So why would I throw it out the window? Well, your telly's what. 500 quid and the fine's a thousand pounds. So you sort of have to weigh it up, don't you? And just lob the telly. No, but I'm not. Do- Hang on. Are you not listening to what I'm saying? What? Well, listen. Fucking listen. <laughs> I'm saying I'm not doing anything illegal. So you are going to have to film me or see me looking at a television illegally. Yes. Yeah. 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 If you come to the door mm. and say, we'd like to, you haven't got a TV license, I'll say, no, now f*** off. The problem is, though, your telly's usually tuned into either Freeview or Freesat or Sky, which means by default it's tuned into the BBC and that's how they get you. They always get you. Have you not heard what I've said? They're not coming in. And I won't be standing on the door saying, oh, I, saw, I forgot to get it, oh, let me off. I've always thought, what would happen if you just left, you know, just opened the door and just walked out? and just carried on walking, did your shopping, and never came back until the following day. What would happen then? Well, what do you mean, what would happen? Well, you know, when, you know, when these people would knock on the door and say, right, we go, well, just, just leave. Well, I used to live in a flat in London, and I didn't have a television in the flat because I was living in the working. Most of the time I was working, I didn't really want to listen, uh, watch television. I had a radio, so I put the radio on. I was working in the evenings, like I do now, most people watch television. And uh, I, I can't tell you the amount of times TV licensing came and tried to harass me. And uh, I'm not, I'm not, and, the, and the, they said, well, could you write and tell us? No, I fucking can't. Let's assume every, everybody on your list uh, that is, hasn't bought a TV license is lying, do you? To be fair, though, in the majority of the cases, they are. <laughs> but- Tough. You know, that is- and I'm not letting you in. I was in a block of flats and they said, we'll bring the, uh, we can tell whether you're looking or not. No, you can't. With their big vans outside with a big aerial on it. Yeah, and what does that do? Well, nothing now because the TV that you have doesn't emit a, a signal like it used to. Haven't they still got these vans? No, they, they supposedly got these uh, vans that pick up the wireless signal so they can see what traffic's going to your laptop. Hmm. Well, I hope if they do that, then I will take them to court because they're not allowed to do that. Yeah, that is technically spying. Not only will I take them to court, I will crowdfund taking them to court and make a huge issue of it. I don't think they do it, though. I think they just threaten to do it. I don't like being threatened by anyone. Well, that's the whole ethos of the BBC, isn't it? What? To threaten you? Yeah, that's all they do. That's All they do is threaten you. Continually send you letters until you're, you're so scared that you pay. Hmm. Well, as I say, I am not suggesting anybody does anything illegal. If you want to do this, you make sure you're not doing 
anything illegal. And if we all did nothing illegal and didn't watch the uh, TV unless well, the ways you, you've talked about it, uh, and everybody stopped paying, the, the BBC closed down. It's worse if you're a trader. If you're a trader and you sell a television without taking the name and address of the person you've sold it to, it's a £1,000 per person that you've sold a TV to. I'm not really sure that that is legal. Is that legal? And if it is legal, why is it legal? Because you're not supposed to give people's information to anyone. Well, there's an exemption for the BBC licence fee. Is there? Yeah, you have to dob them in. And if you go to these stores, you've noticed they ask you, but they try and ask you in a different way rather than telling you it's for the TV licence. Mm. They go, yeah, for your, um, your guarantee and everything, we just need your, um, your postcode and uh, your, yeah. your, your and household. I say, I don't need the guarantee because if the f***ing thing breaks, I'll get another one. Yeah. Last time I refused to give them my address and I said, look, here's the thing, right? I'll, I, I'd like to buy the television off you, but uh, I'm not going to buy it off you if you want my address. Did you get the telly? Actually, I did. The reason why I know about it is I purchased once a video capture card which allows you to record video images from a camera. But in doing so, it was listed on the website that I bought it from as a TV device. And in doing so, I got thousands of letters from the BBC. I'm over-exaggerating on the amount of letters, but it felt like thousands. And then I said, well, what's the best way of getting out of this? I'm a shop. And they said, well, if you're a shop, you don't have to have a TV license and you can watch telly. But in order to do that, you have to fill out a trader form. So I fill out the trader form, and then they send you a little booklet with all the bits to fill in for every device that you sell. Well, I don't sell TVs. I'm not a TV shop. I'm a computer shop. But, of course, they never got any bits of paper off me. So then I got letters saying, if you do not give us the information when you sell the uh, TV devices to your customers, it's a £1,000 fine per customer. And then a few weeks later, we still haven't had any information off you about your customers. We're going to investigate you. We're going to take you to court. We're going to send people around, blah, blah, blah. And it went on for ages. And eventually they went back to the default. Are you a house? Do you have a TV? Because they gave up with me being a trader. And I still get them today. Loads of letters. Mm. Every three or you four see, months. see, how much money is that wasting? Bureaucratic bollocks of the BBC is just a waste of time. They pay their staff more than lots of them will. Well, a lot of them have only ever worked in the BBC, have worked for one BBC organisation, have never gone anywhere else. They go on what they call attachment quite often. And uh, and usually so you've got somebody on attachment, they're useless. If they're any good, they probably move up the ranks, but most of them just get sent back to where they were. And they don't sack anybody. They find it almost impossible. They have made people redundant in the past, yep, because they haven't uh, they haven't had jobs for them or they've had to cut back. But the people who work there, they're on the cushiest number ever, apart from people like me, of course, who would be freelance. Interestingly enough, now, of course, because of all the scams the BBC were involved in, getting people to go and start up private companies. I've, I've never done that, by the way. I'm just, a, I'm just a sole trader or whatever it is, uh, freelance and pay my tax like every other self-employed person on what you might call the gig economy. Because, you know, I work on short contracts for, um, from time to time. Um, and, and, and just, you know, now the BBC have started saying, oh, yeah, well, we, we'd like you to do this, but we will be taking tax off at source as if you're a, a staff member. So the last job I did for the BBC I haven't been paid for yet because I refuse to accept that. So you'd have to claim the tax back then in theory yeah 
Yeah. And I don't... So if I'm ill, well, they, they give you this staff contract for a limit. So, okay, so I'm, uh, I get paid holiday? No, no, you, no, no. So when I'm sick, do I get paid? No, no, you don't. Ah, oh, that's cool. Maybe you should try. Next time you get an offer to come on the radio, on that morning, go, <coughs> Sorry, I can't come in today, but you're still paying me, right? No, they don't. They've, they've already said they don't. Well, I'm not interested anyway, so f*** it. I'm going to become, as I said before, I'm going to become the new um, Director General of the BBC, and then I can, I can oversee its, uh, its demise. And don't tell me, oh, well, it's the BBC do these wonderful programmes. You do stuff like f***ing Joe Brand, who, t- who says, why don't you throw battery acid over people like Nigel Farage? I don't think she actually mentioned Nigel Farage, but there are only three people recently who have milkshakes thrown over them, of which he was one. And the, the BBC just, just, just up themselves so much. The BBC and The Guardian, two things I could easily live without. They're never nice about me. I noticed we've had lots of... Re- Why have you started putting podcast reviews on, on my website here? Oh, because some of them are good. Well, that's not, we're not looking for that. What's it, been, what's it say here? Uh, Grumpy Bean. Grumpy Bean. At their usernames, not real names. I've been listening to James for years, still refreshing to the point, and has a great mind. Oh, that's a very nice view, Grumpy Bean. I think a lot of people probably disagree with you. Um, Jay Cartwright, 1975. A great listener. Nice to hear someone who talks common sense. Surely James Whale should be Prime Minister and take over Brexit negotiations. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine if I was Prime Minister? Mind you, uh, some years ago when uh, Nigel Farage just started out, and UKIP was very new, and I was just being my usual self. Nigel said, do you want to be our candidate for Mayor of London? Uh, and so I said, uh, yeah, okay. And we had a lot of fun with that. And I remember going to ITV Studios to, to be seriously interviewed as the UKIP. Uh, remember, I'm, I'm a, I, I've a remain. Well, I was a remainer. I told, I'm, you know, I think we need to have a good relationship with Europe. We don't want to fall out with our European friends like some people seem to feel is a good idea. We don't want to do that. But we're never going to be able to go back to the way it was. And I don't suppose I'm ever going to find it as easy just to pop abroad with my dogs as I have done for the past 20 years. My wife did say to me at the time we were going to ITN to do this interview, she said, you better decide whether you're taking this seriously or not because people seem to think you are. (laughs) So shortly after that, I said, I don't think I should go ahead with this, really. What a shame. Hmm. Uh, the Doug Jones has said, uh, listen to James on my nightly drive to Portsmouth, nearly caught up now. The chemistry between himself and Rob is excellent. Well, don't tell anybody that. Ash is going to get really upset. Really upset. Um, so, do you want to do tech talk? Because I want to talk about Muslims and, and uh, Christians again. You know, one of my favourite subjects in a bit. Okay, well, do you want me to quickly go through tech talk so you can get onto that topic as soon as possible? Well, well, why should I try and do it as soon as possible? Why not just take your time? I was going to go and get myself a biscuit. Uh, okay, well, it just means I have to do more work. <sighs> yeah, I know. Oh, I'm feeling slightly tired now. Oh, God, I've got to work. I'm doing five days a week at the moment. Okay, all orders of the Samsung Galaxy Fold have now been cancelled. What are they? 
You know What's the that? fact some sort of new cake. You know the new um, phone that Samsung made that folds in half. It's got a big screen when it unfolds. Hmm. Well, it, I didn't know about it. Should I, I have known about it? I think I did it on a previous tech talk. Obviously. I just wasn't listening because when you start talking, I fall asleep. <laughs> um, yeah, that's bit, they've been uh, cancelled. Obviously, they can't sort out all the issues that they had uh, with it because the screen used to crease up when you used to unfold it and fold it again. Operating a drone in Japan while drunk could lead you to a year in prison and a £2,000 fine. Well, that's your, I, I hope that that's the same here, isn't it? Um, no. But it might isn't be. It? Yeah, it might come in. You never know. It might if it catches on. Ooh, okay. uh, Huawei cancels uh, their laptop launch um, in the US because oh, they You got the name right then. That yeah, was good. I've been practising um, because they're on the, uh, the trade blacklist. Now, their laptop, to be fair... It's stunning. It's it's like a better version of a MacBook for Windows users. Oh gosh, that's nice. So uh, that's a shame. Oh no, I'm not. That's I'm nothing like Tories. That's just uh, Ulbus oil up my nose. <laughs> Five hundred thousand dryers have been uh, asked being recalled by uh, Whirlpool at the government's request. It's hard to believe that that's still going on. <laughs> I do like the smell of links fresh. Are you just <clears throat> inhaling everything you have in your house? <coughs> Hello, doggy dog dogs. My dogs are here with me, sitting on the floor with me. See, see how his mood's changed now he's inhaled. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's all I've got, really. I really rattled through that, didn't I? There we are. Is it time for me to get a new computer, do you think? I've had this one a long time. Well, you can't have the new uh, Huawei one. No, I, I'm Apple all the way, through and through. They are good. They are good. Except the new ones. You, what have I got? The MacBook? Your MacBook Pro, yeah. You got one of the yeah. earlier models with a better keyboard. Oh, okay. I'll just keep this one, shall I? Until it conks out, yeah. Yeah. Because I got it second-hand anyway. Yeah, always buy a second-hand Mac. Never, ever buy a new one. It's an interesting point. Lots of people won't believe that. No, because a new Mac, they're overpriced anyway, but they're incredibly overpriced. And the new ones have got loads of bugs and issues, and they always sort of have to fix them and whatever, yeah. especially the new ones with the keyboards, etc. And the new ones you can't fix. If you try and fix them, it'll cost you more than buying another one. So buy yourself a, I don't know, let's say a 2013 MacBook Pro if you were in the market to buy one. Good. Rich Lem on... Uh, he's, uh, uh, do these always happen, or have you just suddenly started getting these? Um, well, I went on um, iTunes the other day, because I, I don't normally check out iTunes, because it's not one of our... We're on iTunes, you know, it's just... We're in the charts. Why would we... Yeah. Hang on, why would we be on iTunes? We're not a music? iTunes do podcasts. Oh, I tell you, oh, I can't play. I, I had a band on my talk radio show yesterday. I, I have live music on Thursday called um, Waiting for Smith, I think. Just brilliant. Just br- I wonder if I can play it off my phone without making too much noise. Hang on. I just recorded a short bit of it on uh, on Instagram, and um, it was just amazing. Just amazing. And let's see if I can... Something that 
Well, there we are. That was um, <clears throat> that was waiting for Smith. And uh, hang on, I'll turn it off. Uh, yeah, I think it was waiting for Smith. I can't remember waiting for Smith. Well, I'm sure it was waiting for Smith. I was having visions of driving through the mountains in an open top Citroen two CV. Mm. Well, hang on, hang on. Uh, thank you very much, waiting for Smith. Yeah, waiting for Smith. Check him out. This is another bit of them. Put it on Twitter. Hang on. So, uh, waiting for Smith. That's monkeys in my head. Uh, and they, they just remind me of the bare naked ladies and, uh, just fascinating. They've, um, funnily enough, they've, uh, retweeted that, uh, as well. And if you go to their, uh, you go to their website, find them waiting for Smith and they do some, some really brilliant music. I don't know whether that sort of thing you like. Uh, but I do, and I thought they were really good. Uh, and the, the guy behind Waiting for Smith, who as I think his name's Julian, I can't remember, uh, but you'll find out, he broke his neck. He was a ski instructor in France, um, Switzerland, Swiss France. Anyway, uh, he, broke his, uh, he broke his neck. He was in bed for a year, and he taught himself to play the guitar and, and set this band up called Waiting for Smith, and... Just they're just just happy sounding music, and he's written all these uh, tunes. Waiting uh, monkeys in my head uh, came to him while he was lying in bed for a year. Just great. What did you think of that? I preferred the first one. The that second... was called. I think that was called Roma. Hmm. The second yeah. one. Uh, it sort of the start was a bit so because it sort of jumped in, but as it went along, when it yeah, started... because I recorded it on my iPhone and just put it out. That was a bit on Twitter. And on um, Instagram. So if you go to James Whale Radio on Instagram or the James Whale on Twitter, you can look at the video. Unless you put it out here. I enjoyed the saucepans. They were playing the saucepans in one bit. No, they were playing some percussion stuff. There were so many of them in the. If you go to my, you could you could get the video off that, couldn't you, and put it on? Uh, I could put it on. Yes. Where though? Right. Well, I don't know. Put it on. The website or something. Oh, yeah, 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 I could do that. I thought you meant on the podcast, but it's an audio thing. Well, couldn't you put it on, yeah, couldn't you put it in the podcast? Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, well, something like that, I don't know. And have they found Smith yet? No, don't think so. But they're doing loads of festivals over this year, and you can get them on iTunes and Spotify and everything as well. Oh, that's why I've thought of it, because you were talking about iTunes. We were talking about why we were looking at iTunes, and then you found all these people who have been leaving messages. Yeah, well, all seem to be quite positive. We've got five stars on our review, like, uh, hmm? really quite good. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much, and to everybody who enjoys listening to it. I couldn't, I didn't imagine anybody would enjoy it. Um, Rich Lem, did I do that? He said, uh, used to listen to James Well on TalkSport and missed the show straight away. Uh, well, you listen, we're on Talk Radio back, uh, which is a floor below Talk Sport, <laughs> if you see what I mean. Um, anyway, Rich, we're back. He says, welcome back. Can't wait to hear what you have to say next. Hmm. Mind you, any fans of, uh, of Joe um, What's-Her-Face won't be enjoying it, will they? I don't think we have Joe uh, Brand fans listening. Do you not think people who listen to Joe Brand actually... Um, no? No, I mean, Joe Brand fans like a lot of cake. Ah, oh, right. Okay. This is, this is quite an interesting one. Hang on. 
This is Amanda, mm-hmm. who said, uh, I don't want to come off sounding like I love everything, so let me assure you that when a podcast comes out that I don't like, I will tell you. This, however, is not the podcast. These guys are great, organise awesome chemistry and a focus that interests me to boot. Simply, uh, simplest way to put it, uh, a topical podcast with plenty of comedy. I subscribed and started downloading five minutes in. Definitely worth a listen. Sound five out of five overall, five out of five. Amanda, thank you very much indeed. How That's really dare nice. you? I think she's got a bit of a nerve. Why? Well, you know, simplest way to put it, a topical podcast, well, that's fine. Plenty of comedy. This is a serious show. Well, yeah, I don't understand where that came in. I mean, comedy is what I do with Ash. What I do with you is serious, in-depth... Have you done Tech Talk? Yeah, I've done Tech Talk. And uh, every week I leave sweating... Good. I, I'd like to know from Amanda, and, and if she leaves another, um, uh, I'd like to know your thoughts on this. Um, I have, I suppose, a, a bit of a reputation for being slightly sexist. I, I, please, I am not. My wife would have told you I am definitely not sexist. No, no, no. You've read that wrong. It's not, it's not sexist on Wikipedia. It's sexy. Oh, right. Okay. Anyway, um, I've been thinking about misogyny recently because lots of people uh, people are moaning about, and I I think personally I cannot understand how anybody has got away with paying somebody less because they're a woman. And I, I mean, I've worked for a lot of female bosses in my time, and I've never even I never even considered the fact that I might be doing a show with a woman or might have producers, a man and a woman. Presumably, they're all paid exactly the same. I don't know. I, I, I imagine they are where I work. I'm, I don't know what the BBC does because I don't know how the BBC have got a very strange way of employing people. They, they, they're, um, they're called uh, BJs or LBJs or something. I don't know. They're called what? BJs? <laughs> um, broadcast journalists. Oh, what do you think I meant? <laughs> Boris Johnson's. Oh, no, you didn't. You were obviously thinking about something. <gasps> oh, golly, that Get your mind out of the gutter. Anyway, I have come to a conclusion as to why misogyny exists. Because it's better for us? No, well, it's not better for us, is it? Because it leaves us in a situation where Joe Brand can say fucking anything she likes, and we can't. There has to be a level of um, pay gap, though. I thought you were going to say thigh gap for a minute. It's down to your negotiating skills. If you look at the jobs that get advertised, it's like eighteen to twenty-five thousand. Well, if you're good at negotiating your pay, then that's good. Yeah, for you. I don't think I. You know, I think the BBC obviously showed their lack of when the uh, when the female um, uh, newsreaders went and got all up uppity and uh, said we're not being paid the same as the male newsreaders uh, and doing the same job. Absolutely, you should be paid the same. But when you're when you are um, a celebrity, and I'm afraid I don't know if it's right that some news news presenters are celebrities. Some will command more money, and some, you know, some people will uh, will actually will actually do better than others, become bigger celebrities, command more money. You know, uh, Chris Evans does the breakfast show on Virgin Radio, same company that I work for on Talk Radio. Uh, he gets considerably more money than me, considerably more. Um, but then, A, he is better known. He can get a bigger audience. 
Uh, He's not as good as me, but that's another uh, argument. Uh, So his commercial value is far more than me, and I would expect that he would be paid a lot more than me. I think in the in the public sector, the pay should be the same. It should be a fixed pay for whoever you yeah, are. Yeah, but if you yeah, but not well. Yes, probably. Uh, the BBC shouldn't be doing you know trying to hire people like Chris Evans. I can't imagine they were paying him a fortune when he was on Radio Two. Uh, he, he should always have been in the public sector. The BBC have no business trying to compete. With, we've done all that. I don't want to go through that again. And and also with a with a, I'm trying to think of a, a woman who'd be paid a lot more than me as well. Where most are. I'll be quite honest with you. Uh, I work quite cheap, not for doing sort of live shows or after dinner. Oh, I, I am quite cheap because I got to a situation where I, I'm just reasonably less expensive than lots of other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't really have that yeah. many outgoings, do you? Really? Well. I did get paid quite a lot for being in Big Brother, I have to be honest with you. Half of it went to the tax man, anyway. Um, misogyny, can we get back to that? What yeah. had I gone off onto? I had um, something else. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, there were a couple of things I wanted to talk about, but I think we're running right out of time on today's podcast. But don't forget, join me Monday to Friday, 7 o'clock till 10 o'clock on Talk Radio as well. Was it, what did you just do? <laughs> I'll do it again. I hit my wedding ring on the microphone stand. Mm. I've never had a wedding ring. What's it like? Uh, oh, my stomach. I must go and eat something. Restrictive. If I take it off, which I do now, I've got a huge, massive dent all the way around mm. my finger. Well, you know, I wear quite a lot of jewellery, but I take it off when I'm working. I thought I wasn't going to wear a wedding ring because I've got my hands stuck in lots of uh, computers mm. all the time. So, obviously, if I run my hand across a circuit board, I could damage. But uh, so far, I've I've been okay. Good. You know, talking about running your hand across a circuit board will get quite a lot of people fairly excited. Anyway, let me just before we finish this misogyny thing, right? Mm. Men feeling superior to women, and a lot of men do without any justification whatsoever because a lot of them are useless. It's all down to religion and nature. I'm not sure about nature, but men, well, I suppose in a way, men were always, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Men are not as necessary as women either. You only need one man to keep, uh, you know, a number of women uh, bringing on the next generation. Yes. If you see what I mean. But, you know, this whole thing of of, of, uh, Islam and Christianity, they're all male-orientated. They follow a male god, um, really. They only have male priests, Except when you start, like, the Church of England, which was anyway just created for Henry VIII to get his leg over more people. Um, uh, Of course, now they've got female priests. And Whittacombe had to leave and and become a Catholic because of that. Bring back the Amazonian women. Well, I'm not sure they ever existed, really, but there are quite uh, uh, women who are just as good. You know, women footballers seem to be coming on. They'll be taking on the men before long. But it's all down to religion. You know, this ridiculous idea that a woman is in some way dirty or inferior to men because of Islam or Christianity. Can we not separate church, mosque, synagogue from state in this country? We are not a religious country. You can, you can believe what the hell you like, as long as your beliefs, by the way, do not infringe on the law of the land. Also, if you go on to uh, Talk Radio's website, you can hear me interviewing one of the demonstrators outside the school uh, in Birmingham 
And parents should not be allowed to do that. Parents should not be allowed to dictate what their kids learn. And I think, actually, I also detest people who want their kids to go to a, a religious school and want to be brought up in a particular way. So I blame, I blame religion for, um, for, for a downer on women over the years and men being able to think they're superior. Uh, get in touch. Let me know. You know my email. It's uh, jameswellradio at gmail.com. I've got a pet hate similar. What? Parents that get their uh, kids' ears pierced. Well, I have pierced ears. What are you going on about? Piercing a baby's ear. That's just not right, is it? No, I, don't, I think that's wrong as well. Go the whole hog and have the baby tattooed. No, that's disgusting. Exactly. So there yeah, you go. No, so. that's disgusting. Yeah, people who do it. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Do you want to do a few quick questions? Because I've got to go and eat something. Um, have you got someone making it for you, or are you doing it yourself? No, no, no. I've, 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 I just I feel a bit sick because I haven't eaten really today. Oh, no, you should definitely eat. Mm. My uh, stomach is making really funny noises as well. Uh, so if I were you, I'd get on with it. Okay. Uh, well, you don't have to. I mean, if you don't want to do questions, I mean, feel free. But uh, Raj, should Victoria Derbyshire be sacked from the BBC for calling Jeremy Hunt a cunt on national TV? Yeah, that was interesting. I was going to talk about that. Um, not particularly being sacked for that, but I think she should be sacked for being dull, boring, and uh, extremely offensive. Because what she said was, oh, it's only men that use that word. She should be sacked for that. Uh, Paul Hyam. Why what aren't... do you think? No, she shouldn't be sacked for saying uh, the word cunt. No, I said she should be sacked for saying only men say it. That's sexist. Oh, I didn't... I, I wasn't... Con- I was reading the next one. Sorry, I didn't hear that. But yes, uh, that is sexist. Yeah. She shouldn't say that. What are you doing? I'm just um, trying to delete stuff while you're talking. Okay. <laughs> uh, here we go. Paul Hyam. Why aren't Audi and BMW cars fitted with indicators anymore? I don't know. I thought they were. I think he means that people in Audis and BMWs don't actually use them, therefore... No, I think what he means is he can't afford an Audi or a BMW. I've never found BMW or Audis to be any worse than the other fuckers on the road. Vauxhall drivers piss me off. Why? Because they never are. They, they think they're smug, sit there in their fucking little Vauxhalls and slow everybody down and, uh, and never use their indicators either. I think it's down to Vauxhalls and Volvos. <laughs> uh, Ian uh, Lucy. That was uh, supposed to be humorous as well. I could put canned laughter in with the help. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, have you got any of those waistcoats you used to wear left? Yeah, got loads of them. I never throw anything away. Uh, Colin Watkins. Mm. Do you think me and my wife and our Yorkie Arnie should move to Mallorca if Corbyn gets into power? Um, I don't think Corbyn will ever get into power, but Mallorca is a nice place to live. And uh, um, who's that film star? Michael um, Douglas is selling his place over there, so it might be worth having a think. Have I, have I said the, the place that they want to move to correctly? Why? Well, I'm reading it. I'm, I'm just assuming it was Mallorca because I read it fast. But How is it spelt? M-A-L-L-O-R-C-A. Malaga. There's no G in it, you, though. No? Okay. That's not how you spell Mallorca. And I realise that. That's why I'm querying it. Mm. If anyone knows how well, it's pronounced, let me know. I'd stay here and, uh, you know, help uh, 
help make sure that uh, he doesn't. I can't see anybody really seriously wanting to have a government under the sort of socialist diktat of uh, Jeremy Corbyn and his mates. It could be Mallorca. Mallorca. Anyway, can we get get on? I've got it in my stomach. Okay, uh, Richard Allen. Are you related to the Prince of Wales? Well, yeah, obviously that's who Donald Trump was talking about. You. Yeah, well, of course, he would have spelt it W-A-L-E-S if it was the Prince of Wales. He spelt it W-H-A-L-E. That's true, because you did have him on your show the other day. I, he was on my show. He rang me to apologise for not having time to see me when he was over here. I like Donald Trump. He's a breath of fresh air as far as uh, uh, as far as politics is concerned. And no, he's not misogynistic. Everything he's a, it's just left-wing fake news. Andy Byrne, do you think UFO disclosure is happening now? Are we being drip-fed information? No, I think it's all a load of bollocks. Listen, mate, aliens have been here living alongside us, but we don't realise it for millennia. And Rob James, can atheists get insurance for an act of God? There is no such thing as an act of God, and I think, actually, the insurance companies need to change that term. An unfortunate incident... Exactly. I don't understand why that's still allowed. I thought I might talk about that tonight. Let me write that down. Act of God. There's a good film with uh, Billy Connolly about that. Mm. Right. The Man Who Sues God. That's a really good film. Mm. Okay, um, I think we're finished here. Uh, I have to go because my stomach is making the most ridiculous noises. I've got to go and feed it, and then I've got to go out. Sadly, I'm working today as well. BBC? They'll be ridiculous, then they're going to have me back, aren't they? Listening to the James Well Radio Show. 
For more information, visit www.jameswhaleradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash show or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.